Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, the head magic maker and founder at the Sisters Enchanted. And today I have one of our astrology teachers, a special guest with us, Sarah Mill, and you've heard her before on the podcast. And since then, she, I don't I think she was teaching with us at that time. Since then, she's joined us as a teacher here at the Sisters Enchanted. She also works on our team as part of our content creation team. She's super awesome, very knowledgeable, and uh, we do have enrollment open and at a special discount for Halloween on Expedition Astrology. And with the blue moon that's happening on Halloween on October 31st, I thought it was the perfect time to bring in Sarah. So sit back, listen in all about the blue moon, and enjoy hearing from Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Sarah to Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Team Sarah today. Sarah's. That's right. Team Sagittarius Sarah's too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It should be like the beginning of a joke. Two Sagittarius Sarah's walk into a bar and what happens? They say... I really should get back to work. (laughs) I feel like that could go one of two ways. Either it's going to be, I should really get back to work or we're about to have a really good time. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Or um, I've got this book that I really want to discuss with you. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, which time of day is it? Does the joke apply to (laughs) you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Um, Okay. So Sarah, you are the uh, master of astrology between the two of us here. And we are going to talk about the blue moon on Mm. Saturday, which is Halloween. And we've been hearing so much about this blue moon all over social media. And I know that here at the Sisters Enchanted, because we work a lot with lunar phases and talk about working with the moon and being in sync with the moon and all of these things. Mm. And so back in March, 2018, at the last blue moon, we looked ahead to see when the next one would be. So we've known this whole time it was coming and now it's here. And it's like the grand finale of (laughs) this thing we've all been waiting for. It's really exciting. I mean, it's only, it's every about every 19 years that we get a full moon at Halloween like this and this blue moon is just like it's really exciting because not only is it um a full moon and it's halloween so that makes the veil between the worlds even more even more kind of like exciting and loose and narrow and all these things yeah also um because it's a because it's a full moon in Taurus that means that the opposition the sun is is the polarity is in Scorpio so we've got this real kind of like underworld Hades Scorpio energy in direct polarity with mother earth and Taurus and our practicality so that for Halloween is just amazing yes it sounds it and you're gonna have to tell us okay so I already have questions (laughs) (laughs) tell us about this polarity a little bit because Um, I mentioned that you, in our intro, that you're one of our astrology teachers and we do have a discount for Halloween because this is such a very cool thing on our astrology class through the end of Halloween. So if all of this sounds completely foreign and wild to you, you know, a lot of it does to me, even though I've been um, like loosely learning astrology over all these years with the, my sister, Anna, 
who's one of the teachers, she's an astrologer and she's been teaching me astrology here and there for 10 years now, but I've never sat down to like roll up my sleeves and memorize mm-hmm. the things. So what is this about the polarity in the Scorpio? Because Scorpio to me is always like, I just hear Scorpio and I'm like, there's something spooky happening. There is something really spooky about Scorpio. I love Scorpio. <laughs> I, we, we find that actually kind of Scorpio is this sign that people find really difficult to understand, but once they get it, they're like, whoa, Scorpio is really exciting. So Scorpio is the sign of transformation. It's the sign that loves transformation. It's the scorpion. It has that hard shell, that hard exterior, but inside it feels everything. It's a water sign. It's full of intuition, full of emotion. Scorpio loves to get to the truth. It wants to know the truth about the world, about everything, about you. If you're talking to a Scorpio, they'll want to know what your motivations are. They will, Scorpio will sting you to get to the truth. But yeah. it won't give its own truth away. It likes to be mysterious itself. Um, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. So we're kind of in that Hades underworld energy and real real darkness. Scorpio can swim. Scorpio, the scorpion swims in the middle of the water. So it can see the light from the top and it can see the darkness below. So Scorpio has the ability to drop into that darkness and spend some yeah. time there. But then it can also transform using the light that it can see and transform. The um, other thing we associate with Scorpio is the phoenix rising from the fire, transformed. Mm-hmm. So it's a really exciting sign, I think. But at the yeah. moment, the sun. Yeah, it really it is. is. Like everybody, anytime that I hear somebody who's got like a Scorpio sun, plus mm. um, like a bunch of other planets and would have a Scorpio yeah. stellium or something, I'm always mm. like, that w- the the couple instances that that's happened with um people in my life where I've learned that about them I'm like that makes so much sense because you are oh, such yeah. a conundrum and a mystery <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah 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 because I like to keep themselves kind of hidden but they want to know all about you yeah so that's what the sun is at the moment so the sun's in Scorpio and the moon which is a full moon so it's got the full like radiance of the sun shining on it is in taurus and taurus is venus energy very much mother earth very grounded very practical so we've got this like when i say polarity is opposition between this kind of really exciting mysterious scorpio for halloween which represents the underworld so that's great for halloween because we've got the earth and the underground underground and the under the um the, the the world of the souls and the dead all that kind of opposite yeah. other so that veil is thin between them at the moment so um it just it's just a really exciting time for that kind of balance challenge mm. and balance between being grounded and practical and kind of the mystery and drama of Scorpio and then we've got Uranus conjunct with the moon which is just challenging big change and expect the unexpected so oh, that goodness. energy is in there as well so it's Expecting a big moon. the unexpected. It's yeah. <laughs> always like a stressful statement. Like in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> yes, I so suppose it could be. I feel like I definitely need to switch my thoughts on that because right away I was like, oh, what else unexpected could this year bring? <laughs> oh yeah, with this year. So <laughs> I don't think there's anything unexpected anymore. <laughs> I know, nothing else unexpected. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. So, and it's a hunter's moon as well. So it's the second, because the blue moon, it's the blue moon because it's the second full moon of the month. So we've had the, um, we've had the harvest moon at the beginning of the month. This is the hunter's moon where people would stock up the food ready for a long winter. And so I think that's kind of quite a good theme for the kind of winter we might be all getting at the moment. Like what do we need to um, 
what we need to to fulfill ourselves with and to gather around ourselves for both like practically and also kind of emotionally for what could be a long and challenging winter for this 2020 situation that we're in at the moment <laughs> certainly yeah. in the UK we're being told to prepare for a difficult winter so I Perfect. think it's a really good move for that because as well as the astrology it's just the fact it's a hunter's moon what can we gather in around us to prepare for this yeah. difficult winter ahead <laughs> that is true the the moon names this is something that uh that we talk about here at the sisters enchanted too and mm. how the moons they all have these uh names and it's interesting because yeah. we hear the popular ones like the hunter's moon but uh, depending regionally where you are, the moon name could be different. And in yep. our modern time, you know, a lot of that's not always relevant to us. Like, like for me, I, you know, I don't hunt, like, what am I hunting? But the, <laughs> but the, um, but for this year in particular, I think exactly what you just said, there is this mm-hmm. sense of, do I have, do I have everything I need in case, yeah. in case, you know, um, we revert back and I can't just go mm-hmm. to a grocery store again, or I can't just whatever. And I think that, there is this this building sense of what if you know yeah absolutely and also I think emotionally I'm having so many conversations with people at the moment saying they're just they just can't do it again this second like we're in this kind of across the UK we're all in different elements of lockdown it's all coming back and people are just saying I can't I did it in March I can't do it anymore it's just affecting me worse now emotionally so I think kind of yeah have you got what you might need if the shops kind of don't have toilet rolls again (laughs) internationally but also have you got the resources you need to cope as well this is a good time to think about that Mm -hmm. yeah that's a great point Mm. yeah (laughs) I know that I've been feeling this um this last week in particular has been yesterday when and this is we're recording this like in real time building up to the uh the and I know sometimes it's hard to tell like when we record these things. And so we are in real time. It's this week. And yesterday for me was just this. I actually, was, I got online. I'm like, what is going on in the sky? Because there must be some answer for this. <laughs> and I was just bubbling and exploding. And it was like everywhere I turned, it felt like there was another thing coming at me. Yeah. And I just, and I saw it everywhere. So I do, I wonder if it's this, you know, this buildup of the, like it, it sounds to me based on what you're saying, just emotionally with everything we're seeing in the world, plus mm. the astrology that's happening of this, this coming weekend with Halloween, yep. this like just, just grand buildup to this thinning of the veil and the sun oh, and moon and Taurus and like, um, yeah. And expecting the unexpected, like bam. And then suddenly the dust falls. That's what I feel like is happening. Absolutely. And also it's a micro moon this time which means the moon is far away it's about as far away as it gets from the earth so it's small it's going to seem small like we get these huge big moons it's going to seem quite small and there's superstition around that as well for um it can like bad weather natural disasters but for (laughs) us it means it has a bigger impact on our mood so you will that's not surprising you're feeling that because this micro moon is going to make us all the more emotional and mood challenged (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely feeling mood challenged <laughs> this week, <laughs> to say the least. And like, and what's so interesting, this is um kind of off topic, but one of the questions or just topics I see a lot in our community groups are around a woman's hormonal cycle in the moon. Mm-hmm. And I will say that where, and mine doesn't sync up because um my, my hormone, my personal cycle is shorter than a lunar cycle. So mine's yeah. always changing. Um, but 
the way that it has fallen this lunar cycle, like right now, hormonally speaking, I should be like riding my high right now. Like I should be feeling great <laughs> and energized. So when we look at, you know, that idea of um, how our hormones work and then being impacted by the moon, I can always, every time that I really dig into what's happening in the, in the sky and with the moon and myself, it's like, I can fully see how impacted I am by lunar cycles. Oh, absolutely. So, Me too. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when it's a yeah. dark moon, a feeling of like, oh, dark. yeah, no, I, new moon times are not my jam. That's no, not my, no, 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 <laughs> that's no. Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah, I like the full moon. I like to be out there and I will, I will stand out in the full moon, my arms up. It's completely fill me with you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm a total crank bot around a new moon. Like no one talks no to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what other things can we look forward to on? So Saturday, again, it's Halloween. It's mm-hmm. this blue moon, which is exciting. We have this yeah. Scorpio Taurus um, energy happening. Yeah. Uh, and what else, what can we, what can we expect? What, what can people look forward to on Saturday or just maybe keep in mind? Well, I think it's like the full moon is, is like we, we always say, it's a good time to think about what, what doesn't serve you any longer and to let go mm-hmm. of things. Now, because of this micro, micro moon, it might not really, it might not quite bring you the release you want. So be aware that this time you might not feel like I have been able to let go of these things. You might feel that you know what they are. Uranus might come in there and give you a complete kind of like, whoa, where did that happen? I need to release that. Do I really? Or, you know, <laughs> I want to do this now. Um, like a lot of people, when I, mean, I did have a look at um, what this this moon is going to mean for the diff- through the different signs of the zodiac. And for a lot of people, there's change in work and in relationships. And I find that during, the, um, during these lockdowns, a lot of people are in furlough. A lot of people are unsure about the future of their jobs. Mm-hmm. This might be opportunities. I think it's, a, it's a, because we've got this... Um, Scorpio sun lighting up the moon it's a good time to think okay well if I am going to have to rethink my career right now it, this might be a good opportunity yeah maybe I can do something that I really want to do maybe I can start my own business maybe I can do maybe I can seek a different role somewhere else I think um, it's a good time to look at those opportunities for transformation in the things that you are letting go same with relationships that came up a lot as well for through the signs I mean I know that I find that through this last this 2020 a lot of the people that I felt the closest to at the beginning of 2020 seemed to have just gone where are you now I don't even know where, what yeah. how you dealt with this year and then there's people I didn't even know at the start of the year that I would be that are my closest confidants now so I think mm-hmm. that as well um even for even for cancer a sign that's very traditional holds on to traditional friendships with that Uranus in the moon it's it's very much this time for for everyone for all of us but even for cancer to be kind of well maybe there are some friends that I need and some relationships that I do need to let go because they're not serving me in this new 2020 world and I want to make space for those that are and yeah. with Taurus and Venus kind of celebrate those that are those people that who who has it's I mean, Taurus is all about value so it's all about what do I need to let go of that doesn't serve me doesn't help me in the things I value and that includes money so am I am I wasting money on certain things can I let that go it's because Mm -hmm. I want money for new things for other things so what expenditure can I let go and when it comes to earning money what ways of earning money are not really serving me what can I let go there but also in way in friendships with Venus like who values me? Who are the people out there through this really difficult time you've had who celebrate me and who've been there for me? 
and am I valuing them enough? Mm-hmm. Shall I maybe sort of send them off a, a you know Zoom call invite for a chat on Halloween? Maybe we can, we can't get out there and do Halloween together. So maybe I should send some people an invite to have a bit of Halloween fun yeah during the day so it's all about what do I value and what do I need more of in terms of the things I value and what can what what am I spending too much resources on that isn't really in line with my values or where my values have changed and letting that go Mm -hmm. what I think is so wild is that um, from the last blue moon in uh, March 2018 and so much of what we do in, in this wild world of witchery, I'm always calling it, mm-hmm. is looking at cycles, right? Like cycles yeah. that are happening, seasons, everything's recursive and, and moves yeah. in this cycle sort of system. And when I think of March 2018 to where I am now, everything that you said is very, that, that whole, it's like that played out in my life mm-hmm. all the way up till now. And while my life is certainly not like completely sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and nobody's life is ever going to be that way. I can distinctly see the changes from then to now in my friendships and who I actually qualify as a friend and who Mm. I just walked away from because I was like, actually, we have nothing in common and I don't find joy in even like trying to find something in common with you and, uh, finances and money and just decisions overall. Um, and I think that when it came to the shock of all of the things of 2020, what's been really interesting for me, which really, this is just a total side note that I'm just, I don't know, just spewing on, I guess. But what I found to be interesting this year is how little my life has actually changed. And I think that I wonder if, I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of, I'm not looking for like a reason, but I'm sure there's all Mm -hmm. kinds of things we could look at and say, why? But I, I think all of this work that we do, because I, I can say the same probably, I mean, not exactly the same for you, Sarah, but I know your life has mm-hmm. been untraditional and your life has changed many a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when you look at astrology and you, you just learn these things about you and even the things we do in holistic witchery and just everything here at the Sisters Enchanted, it really positions you to live your truest life. And then these blows oh, don't feel like blows, you know, That's um, like- 2020. Yeah. It's been crazy. (laughs) And and have I had, I mean, I had like an anxiety attack earlier this year. I had a full-blown panic attack back in, was it March or April, or I had stress hives. Like, of course Mm -hmm. I felt the stress. And I think that was mostly the stress of being a business owner. And like, what do I do with the collective people, you know, who are suffering? Um, But my personal life has, it's not felt like a blow, you know, it's just like another, I don't know. And I just wonder all of this, like learning astrology, learning um, all the things that we do when we talk about, I think it just really primes you to be more in tune to who you are, what you need. So that when crazy things happen, you're not, it doesn't feel so crazy, you know? Absolutely. I mean, we could, we could talk, there's so much we could say now, couldn't we? We could talk all day about this moon and how it's affecting you in different ways. I mean, we could have talked, when, when we talk about the astrology chart, how it's divided up into 12 houses, which is the 12, 12 different areas of your life. If you learn astrology and you know where Taurus is in those houses, you will know where this moon is affecting you the most. Mm-hmm. And then as we go through the month and we've got the moons move, the right, the moon will move all the way through these houses and you know you can just look at your chart and think, oh, I'm feeling it kind of in my family, but not surprising. The moon's like 
in that house right now you know and these kind of things it's just so interesting and I know um since I mean I, I first learned astrology with you so I've kind of like come all the way through which is fantastic and now I, I do I'll do my transit chart every month and I'm sort of like what's what's happening this month okay Whoa, all right then let's watch out for that um oh that's good that's all right oh jupiter's there that's going to be good you know these things you just you can learn all this and you can plan plan your month or plan your year plan your day plan your week but also just even if you're not going to plan it exactly you know what to expect and like you say if you can look at your chart and think oh yeah that's no wonder that people like um it makes complete sense where Uranus is right now or where Aquarius is that is ruled by by Uranus and that's the sort of zodiac sign we associate with lots of change and rebellion I can understand now why that has happened and why my life has just changed so drastically and mm-hmm. like you say I'm not scared of it now because it makes perfect sense and I yeah. just this is part and everything everything that we experience through astrology is all there to guide our it's like it's a, it guides our transformation it's the map it's makes it's just this wonderful map of the time and place and the exact moment you were born the exact moment that your soul and the universe chose for you to be born and it's there so like when you do have the challenges and you look at your chart and you think but this was chosen for me to go through so I'm okay I'm safe and I'm going to transform as a result Mm -hmm. can I I'm going to ask where is a Taurus in your chart what's in what do you what's happening with you and Taurus Taurus (laughs) in my chart is house 10 um so that's the house of careers and life ambitions so that's where this Taurus moon's gonna really I'm gonna really feel that um so I think yeah for me I mean I have as you know, I've had lots of change that has been brought on me um, through various situations, but also change that I've brought on myself. And I've kind of like, I've with my business, like, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? Being a Sagittarius, I want to do it all because I want to show you everything and experience yeah. everything. But I've really, like, I think being challenged lately to just, and you always taught me this, Sarah, through your wonderful society <laughs> business, which we call to stick to that one thing, not struggle, yeah. one, one thing. thing. <laughs> and that's what I really have done this this last month and I think and it's really paying off for me it's really that's hard for Sagittarius it's hard for me yeah Yeah. so like really sticking to astrology 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 and I think so for me now with its values and money so it's I think I'm going to have to be careful that Uranus doesn't call on well and say well you could still do this You know what, though, what you this is like insider information. But so Sarah, because you work with us on our content creation now, technically, you get to do all kinds of different things because I you're, do. I granted, it's not for you. but You do get to at least like, be like, Oh, well, today, I'm writing this class, or I'm writing. Yeah. This piece of thing. yeah, I was writing a class just before the call. So yeah, that's good, actually. So I can like do that. You focus on what you need to do. And then I will fulfill your desire to do random things <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's absolutely right I think so I think this for me there's this tour in in house 10 is a challenge just to really evaluate super super finally again in in terms of money what am I spending I don't need to be spending on yeah um what am I like is there anything that I still need to really hone in on and how I'm earning my money and making sure that it's really focused I think also with Venus and Taurus a little bit of self-care is needed because I do find sometimes that I'm work 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 up till two o'clock in the morning because I work a lot with people in America so yeah. I'm up having and readings in my readings in my business a lot of them are in America so I'm like okay I'll do it at two in the morning and it's just I can't do that every day no. and so <laughs> yeah 
and the Taurus loves nature so I think for me um, on the 31st going out and spending a bit of time looking at the beautiful autumn colours and the leaves and just feeling that feeling the leaves under my feet just I think I need to spend a bit of that time as well because that's also um, with having Taurus in house 10 you know I need to remember to enjoy the beauty and the um and the you know the beauty and the peace of Taurus rather than just that kind of like value structure of yeah Taurus. for sure that makes sense yeah. can I tell you mine yep do do yeah, my tour, my Taurus is 11th house. Um, right. And my north node is in there. Mm. Any words of well, wisdom for me? That's interesting. <laughs> so that's, that's your house of friendships. As I just told you this whole time that my life has not been turned upside down. <laughs> yeah. Your house of friendships and your house of, of, um, of how you how you like humanity and how you care for humanity so you might have some kind of like emotional feelings like you've said before about how your friends are coping with these emotions and this moon and with 2020 um you might sort of suddenly think oh maybe there's some friends i haven't spoken to for a while might come to your head um or you might feel like you want to do something um kind of charitable but maybe in quite an unusual different kind of a way because of Uranus it might suddenly think oh I think I should be doing this to help humanity at the moment I think um yeah certainly with your friends your friends there might be some changes there maybe a new group of people that are kind of a new a new kind of tribe that's maybe a little bit different bringing something new into your life could well happen there I think um but certainly the, some emotions, some emotions around that, some, some feelings, some emotions around all that is very likely. But I mean, there's so much going on, I know in the US as well as the UK with changing politics and all sorts of things. So you might feel some sort of like sense of responsibility for um, like where your values are in all of that for humanity yeah. and for friends and for society. I will say that I think, again, this, this really, and I haven't heard any people, I think people often assume that like, I don't, well, maybe people don't assume this at all. And I'm just thinking mm. it, but that because Anna and I are both intuitives and, mm. uh, and Anna reads astrology that we just like talk about these things, you know, but yeah. we don't always, because mm. we talk about, we, we, for us, it, it's a fine line between work and just like life, yeah. you know, and it quickly turns into a work conversation when we don't yeah. want to have it. So I Absolutely. hadn't, um, asked her or anything about this. And it's yeah. in, and how I was describing before this feeling of like buildup, um, all this stuff you just said, it's really interesting. Cause I did mm. just have a friend who I haven't talked to in a really long time. She texted me about something totally out of the blue. And I actually was like, I don't know how to respond because this isn't a person that I've talked to. And I really don't feel like there's a forward momentum in our friendship to, mm. you know, she wanted something of me. And I was like, I don't think that I'm going to do that. And anyway, so that was a, and it got me thinking about who I do count as a friend yeah. you know, and how my friendship circle looks very different now than it did before. And what you said about the collective, um, we keep, it's like 50% joke, 50% not joke about me running for local political wow. <laughs> and yeah. Anna and I have been talking about it um, a lot, particularly in the last year. Wow. So that all makes um, lots of 
sense in terms of where my, whether any of this comes to fruition, but where my brain is that's at interesting. anyway. Well, you're, you're the beginning of a new cycle now. So that's interesting. I'm thinking yeah. like um, when, you, when you're 2018 to now. So I'm thinking that also with, because Aquarius is the natural kind of the natural ruling sign of house 11 and Aquarius and house 11 is very much about kind of you being an individual within the group, but making like make, changing things for the better of everybody. Aquarius mm-hmm. wants to take water from the pool of society and change it and put it back. So it's kind yeah. of very um, innovative, make innovations, but they want, but for the good of everybody. So I think with this moon as well and the emotional kind of element of this moon, you might find that you kind of are wondering how appreciated you are for the changes that you've made and like wanting to feel appreciated for those change, knowledge, for those changes that you've made for society because obviously we have loads of um obviously with um sister enchanted alone yeah. <laughs> so i think that might that might be something that you might feel at the minute as well and um taurus might you might be feeling sort of fed up with some of the sameness of routine because scorpion might make you kind of like some of the stability that taurus brings you like oh you know we've got uranus here and we've got scorpio here in transformation so you might feel a little bit kind of well what's a bit samey what might i want to change in in those areas but be careful be careful what you you know think hard that goes for anyone at the minute with uranus and scorpio this energy is think hard especially because of the uranus retrograde you need to think hard mm-hmm. before you make those those changes so if you feel suddenly like i'm going to walk out on some old friends or i'm going to walk out <laughs> of a job because i've decided i'm gonna make my money that way you know make sure that you really think about it first before you do yeah. it and if you do it do it with grace as well don't just kind of walk out going well you know that's to you then but i think that's important with this move for everybody wherever it is in your chart um to make sure that you think hard if you suddenly have this kind of crazy full moon halloween thinning of the veil uranus scorpio like do you know what i'm just going to throw all my taurus stability out the window now and i'm going to do something completely different think really really hard about it first and if you really think yeah that is for me do it with grace yeah do it with grace (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, it's, it's such a, that whole idea of just like throwing caution to the wind and mm-hmm. Scorpio and change. And it's such a, I always feel like, like I have made all wild decisions, wild decisions all along, you know, with self-employment, mm-hmm. like homeschooling and yeah. um, just like all the things we do are always, I'm always like anti-society standards, pretty much every step of the way, <laughs> whatever is the standard <laughs> thing to do on the opposite. Yeah. so for me to throw caution to the wind I mean there's gotta it would be like I don't know something epic now I gotta like really pay attention this weekend and make sure I don't do something completely off the deep end yeah you do (laughs) especially when it comes to like like friends and friends and society yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> and after the week or the, today's been better but yesterday like yesterday was like a really rough day so um with if, if that energy were to like compound and happen on Saturday who knows what I would do <laughs> yesterday I was totally about to just like freak out on somebody <laughs> like what is happening um okay yeah, so yesterday it definitely did yeah yeah, yeah. yesterday was wild I saw that across social media and just like mm-hmm. different groups of people I interact with. And it was like, yesterday was a day for everybody. Mm, yeah. Yeah. A day. Yeah. So definitely. what else, Sarah, any, anything we didn't get to talk about yet that you wanted to run through? 
Um, I think we've talked about a lot, haven't we? Um, I think really, I would say it's just, I would really, again, say, you know, have a look at expedition astrology. It's just, there's so much in astrology. I think, I mean, I could, when you say, is there anything else you want to say? I could say, yeah, we've got another hour or, I mean, or two <laughs> hours or all day because I'm so super passionate about astrology. I'll talk and talk and talk and talk. But um, I think I would really say, look, you know, it's, this is, this is a really good time. We've got this fantastic offer for Halloween and, you know, we're being, you know, we're being called to look at new things and new exciting ideas of Uranus conjunct with this moon. So have a look because it's just so much that astrology can bring to your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So much, so much. But I think it is very exciting this um, through Halloween that we have this, this moon that is kind of like Scorpio sun, Taurus moon, right on Halloween. The veil's yeah. going to be thinner than thinner than even usual because it's a full moon. We've got this micro moon that's going to make us all feel really super emotional. And you know, we might we might actually people might feel um, even that they're they're getting some memories as well because Taurus, you know, brings us a lot of memories of things we valued for our life. So it might be that people might get some emotional memories about their loved ones. I think that have passed mm. as well. Well, and the moon is your subconscious self, and exactly. yes. the yeah. And that, the, uh, Halloween time, this whole, like, mm-hmm. like right now, basically through the new moon in Scorpio, it's like this whole next couple of weeks. That's really that time uh, where it's said that, you know, everybody can connect to those who've come before right. your ancestors, right. uh, yeah. and, you know, more easily do so. That's so that it. idea yeah. of those subconscious sort of memories that yeah. you're not actively seeking or thinking about could be coming up to the surface for sure. Yeah. I would say expect expect some if you've lost people expect some sudden memories that were going to be beautiful but also quite emotional as well with this move um so that I think that may well happen as well but um so be ready for that and be ready to like smile at them but you know maybe maybe some of these memories will challenge people for some of this change as well you know so I think there's going to be certainly a lot of memories of our loved ones coming up for us more than usual even for this time of year over the weekend yeah so I want to, before we, uh, before we do wrap up a few ways to take what Sarah said and apply it to your own chart, you can look mm. at, as we did, if you know how to access your birth chart, you can get them for free online. Um, but looking at what is in Taurus for you, because that's yeah. where the moon is sitting, it's touching mm-hmm. that Taurus, but also yeah. your sun sign, your moon sign. I mean, everything's yeah. impacted in different ways by this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you know, uh, you know, what your moon tendencies are and the fact that we're having these two full uh, moons in one month yep, and yep. Uh, like all of that can, can be impactful. But first I would look at where Taurus is in your birth chart yep. because that's yep. definitely what the moon is sitting on. And then your sun, how that is um, impacted by the Taurus energy and just your moon sign. And there's so many different levels that you can kind of dig into yeah here yeah absolutely yeah. Oh, so much absolutely yeah and with uh scorpio the sun in scorpio like you were mentioning mm. also you know like what do you have in scorpio that that sun yep. is sitting on and highlighting yeah 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 exactly see for that i've i have house four in scorpio which is the house of our family as we grow up and our home um and the family we're creating as well but interestingly it's also the how we sort of know our ancestors for our family so I think for me I've got that real like even more so that ancestral kind of ancestral energy coming over for me yeah 
Halloween, which is going to be really exciting. But yeah, so definitely looking at where the moon is and where Scorpio is and how that kind of opposition might play out, the pull, the pull of being dramatic and mysterious and being um, traditional and and sticking with your traditional values and traditions. Speaking of that sun in Scorpio, this is probably why I should be extra careful not to turn my whole future, my whole, my whole life upside down with that blue moon on my north node there because my Scorpio um, is fifth house and Mars and Pluto are both in Scorpio Ooh. for me. Wow. wow. <laughs> yes, I know. That's the one that makes every astrologer go, what? Wow. <laughs> um, Actual so- transformation. Whoa brilliant yeah so the sun sitting right on there um, and then my subconscious being or the the moon that subconscious moon energy impacting my north node and all the wildness I could see how the cards would line up for me to just like flip a table over this weekend and say nope we're doing yeah. this now <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be expecting a message from you I know everyone's <laughs> what you're doing right now <laughs> I should make like a sisters enchanted internal team announcement like be, be prepared for wild accusations shouty caps <laughs> yeah. absolutely. absolutely do not take anything Sarah says personally over the next yeah. 48 hours yeah. I, I did a chart recently that had the sun the moon and the mars venus and mercury and jupiter stellium in um in scorpio oh my goodness that's wild yeah exciting (laughs) that does sound exciting (laughs) oh my goodness yeah astrology is such a cool thing but you know um i do think that like, again, that what we were mentioning before, just about how, when you know this stuff about you though, mm-hmm. and then the work we do in our other programs, like holistic butchery, enchanted journey, all these other offerings, yeah. you know, it really, like, I know myself to be a ticking time bomb. Sometimes I know that about oh, myself yeah. and I can feel it, you know, um, yeah. kind of like this week I was saying, I feel this build up, and it's just like, I can feel the sense of um, eruption and whatever's next. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. feel it Absolutely. right there in front of me. Yeah. And it's just kind of a, a waiting game as to what that <laughs> appears as. Um, but because I know this about myself and I know this about astrology and then all the other tools that I have looking at my shadow self and, mm. you know, um, digging into my own energy and trying to create the world that I want to live in. I know, you know, I have the, it's not, it doesn't upturn my life so much because yeah, it's like, it, and if something does happen that upturns my life or my energy or my day, you know, within an hour, I'm like, wait a second, I know all of this stuff to be true. And yeah. I am no longer, you know, so much affected by it, because I can take a step back. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, That's what's yeah. so, so important about it. It really is. I mean, of course, um, Carl Jung, the famous psychologist used to use astrology for his, for his own life. And he used to use it with his patients, like it was the first thing he did with his, um, you know, pe- mental health patients was to do their astrology chart. And look yeah. at the chart and and help them work things out that way it was really central to his counseling methods so you know in the past it's been so important it was like every doctor had to study astrology you couldn't be a doctor without astrology and now yeah. it's kind of became you know lost its its place <laughs> but i think mm-hmm. it's, it's gaining it and it is so important it is so so important mm-hmm. it well it does and tells you so much about just how you move through 
mm. the world, you know, and like you talk about being a doctor and um, like for me, I have all this Sagittarius, uh, I have a Sagittarius stellium in my sixth house mm. of service. And that's also uh, like health and how you're of service to other people. Yep. And I like love to do for other, you know, like the sisters enchanted mm. that's entirely of service to other yeah, people, um, at the, at sometimes at the cost of my, my own time, my personal life, you know, and my own like mental well being. Um, yeah. but I can see when that's happening because I start to binge eat snacks. Yeah. Like I will binge eat until I am like ill because, and I know I, I can see it and it's like, I know I'm doing it. Um, but mm. that, but through astrology and this idea of doctors knowing, mm. you know, and um, mental wellness and me- mental health practitioners, because yeah. it's my, how, of how much service I'm being to other people at the extent to my own well being, directly lands me in unhealthy habits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if I am feeling like rested and emotionally well and supported, mm. I don't do that. Uh, so it's yeah. like, and astrology is what taught me that because before I had never drawn that connection, you know, I just was like, Oh, sometimes I just can't put down the snacks and <laughs> never really yeah. thought anything of it. And then through astrology and just all the other practices that we do with intention setting and moon cycles and all these other pieces and bobs that come together here, I, I was like, goodness, my amount of putting myself into service is directly related to my unhealthy habits. Yeah, yeah, that's the fascinating thing because astrology can tell you so much about health as well. Like you're saying, yeah. it's amazing, and you know that, and you can, and you can act on it in a, a different way. Then, like if you just have doctors or health workers or professionals telling you do this, do this, do this, right? So, well, it was so important that doctors um, used to have the charts because then they could a doctor would have been able to talk to you about that, you know, yeah. and other health problems that you have. It's just like every sign has a has sort of an area of the body and different um, health challenges, potential health challenges relating to it, and it's 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 fascinating. And like you say, how you how we self care, how we look after ourselves, how we most want to be nurtured, how mm-hmm. we want to nurture other people, how we want to be nurtured, even things like um in relationships, how we want others to show their love to us and how we yeah. show our love to others that can be a mismatch sometimes and like if you know the chart and you know the chart of your partner you can say look you know you 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 know you're an earth venus you need to you need to actually be shown love but i'm an air venus and i need you to tell me yeah and you're not telling me and i'm not showing you so let's let's make sure that i show you more and you tell me more yeah. you know these things these all these little things but really big important life things they're all in the mm-hmm. chart yeah, they're all there. yeah and then looking at like events like this with the blue moon yeah. um in Taurus and you know looking at how it's impacting you versus somebody that you're close with and mm. you know what to expect in the, that regard also oh yeah yeah that's important I mean I know that yesterday was a day relationships wise it's like what is going on I will tell you I will share yesterday <laughs> I'm uh I, so I normally only work at my desk, um, three days a week for four hours. Those are my desk hours. And then every other time I work, I just, it gets squeezed in wherever, but I have three days a week that are like scheduled in desk hours or four hours. Mm -hmm. And then I homeschool in the morning yesterday morning. It was around like, I don't know, 9am or something. I was just so done with my family at 9am that I packed up my bag (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like crying and I stormed out of my house and I spent the entire day here at my, our, our like headquarters area just working by myself. And I didn't call my husband and text home. I, I just <laughs> left. And it's not, I've never, that's not like me at all. I can't even think of a time. I've never done that before, but yesterday was, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I had no patience for any of you. And I'm so done like with this. I was trying yes I was trying really hard but I just seemed like I was rubbing people up the wrong way and they're rubbing me up the wrong way and then we're rubbing each other up the wrong way and it was escalating with everyone it's like but I don't even know what I've done wrong I can't yeah. even think I don't feel like I thought maybe it was because our clocks changed and the weekend and it's that darkness but I don't know what it was but there was definitely something that was really helpful oh yeah because my kids and my husband they did nothing in particular like there was nothing that they did that they don't do every day (laughs) you know to bug me and uh, I think it was just there was like a cyclone of of like work stuff and home stuff and it was just all Mm. at once and I just was like not I'm not having it and anyway yeah yesterday was the day (laughs) yeah I was yeah absolutely yesterday I was just glad it was (laughs) I know (laughs) Uh, anyway well all right any you, we, I already asked you got any last words and then we kept talking I know we could talk about astrology for <laughs> I know it really is such a cool thing yeah it really absolutely. is it takes a there is a learning curve you know it's not like tarot oh, yeah. where you can just pick up a deck of cards and dive in no. I mean you can dive into astrology but the the nuance you have to you have to learn it you but, have to learn it yeah, you have to like you have to learn that language first. So it's like learning a language. So you've got to learn yeah. what other signs and symbols mean. You've got to learn that. And then I thought what we'll say actually, which is interesting, because people when you talk about Facebook like going on um on internet sites and apps and people are thinking, oh, you know, why do I need to learn astrology? Because I can just click on now and get my my chart and an mm-hmm. interpretation. But when you learn astrology, you learn how to synthesize the chart yeah you learn how to look at it all together and how everything interacts with each other and those apps and facebook and um, sorry facebook groups those apps and um internet sites can't do that they can all they can do is just sort of give you a shopping list of what each and what each aspect of the chart right means. like they so will think, tell you what your moon in taurus or a moon in taurus means but they won't tell you what that moon in taurus plus your like yeah you know sun and scorpio together exactly Exactly. And like, so I think that's, that's something else to consider if you are thinking, oh, you know, I really would love to learn astrology. Actually, I don't need to anymore because I've got my app. Yeah. It's your, your app isn't going to give you that, in that, that synergy. It's not going to give you that. It's not going to give you a chart reading that's personal to you. It's just going to give you a shopping list of all those different elements that are in your chart. Yeah. But it's not going to give you your personal reading. It's not going to like Sarah says, it's not going to be able to say, how does that interact with that? And also things like um, when we talk about a planet, in a sign and then you look to see um where the ruling planet of that sign is and that gives you an undertone or an overtone on top of that color of the main sign so there's all these different elements and these different layers the apps don't give you any of that yeah and it can really change it can really change the picture of somebody now really that happened change. recently and anna's been reading my chart on and off for the last 10 years like she's been looking mm. at it and whatever and we did our birth chart basics class um which mm. actually if you when we put out the link for expedition astrology, the replay of that is on there. So everybody can watch it. But uh, when we were doing it, it dawned on both of us and she had never even like, it just hadn't dawned on her that the sixth house is ruled by Virgo, this house Mm. of service and health. And I am like the least Virgo person ever. And my Sagittarius, which is like quick moving fire, 
um, I have that stellium in that sixth house. So mine's, mine's Sagittarius, but that underlying energy That's is Virgo. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Anna and I were like, mind blown. <laughs> like that makes so much sense because yeah. Anna has a Virgo stellium. And Anna is like, I function so much better if Anna's my right-hand person in pretty much yes, every yeah, area yeah. of life. Yet yeah. I can't stand the constraints of that Virgo-ness. It, like you try to put me in a box and I'm going to punch my way out of it as fast as possible. And yeah. I just like can't, it, it makes me feel claustrophobic. And Anna, yeah. though, when she's by my side, I am definitely my best self in everything that I do. And yeah. we were like, just that extra layer of nuance that... Uh, you just don't get from an app like you said no, you don't you don't and you get that like you say you get that through learning over time and it, ta- it takes time but you know the you have to start somewhere so start, you know, it's starting right but, yeah exactly yeah. anyway yeah all right well thank you sarah so much thank you Thank you so much for listening into this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. It was my pleasure to host our astrology teacher or one of our astrology teachers, Sarah Milne, today to talk to us about the blue moon and it is happening in Taurus and what to expect there. Sounds like a weekend for opening up to whatever might happen looking for the love and beauty and all that you can find amongst the chaos. (laughs) And thank you so much for listening in. We appreciate that. If you can leave us a review on Apple podcasts, that helps us so much to get the word out about our podcast to other people. And if you're interested at all in learning astrology, be sure to check out our expedition astrology program, which is open for enrollment right now with a $200 discount um, through Halloween. We'd love to have you in there. And even if you're not interested in taking the class, head over to our Expedition Astrology page. We will have the link on our blog. Head to thesistersenchanted.com forward slash blog to look for this episode. And on the link for Expedition Astrology is our birth chart basics class with a printable and a one hour-ish workshop that you can watch as well and get all the details on Expedition Astrology. So happy Halloween to everybody. Happy blue moon in Taurus. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.